Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Spadori's. I am here with my wonderful co-host, Hi Ann, and we are going to do a little bit of something different today. We just had Lisa last week and loved, loved, loved getting to chat with her and catch up. And today we're going to do kind of another get to know you, but um, workplace edition, right, Hyann? Yeah, I'm excited. This is going to be fun, but I'm loving the fall weather. You guys should see the baby right now. She's like sipping on her coffee. I'm sipping on my coffee. I want to specifically (laughs) shout out that this is a (laughs) golf themed coffee mug that says, may the course be with you. And I just love it so much. You know what I actually thought, like, whenever I read it, I thought it said, may the fourth be with you, because you're such a Star Wars fan, too, that it would have been, like, both. That's so funny. It's cute, too. Isn't it great? I know. I, um, this was a gift. I got this for my birthday, actually, when I did my top golf, golf themed birthday party. Um, so yes, and it is beautiful. I, hi, and I do have to shout out really quickly. This weather is stunning. I went and played golf yesterday, and y'all, I walked all 18 holes. I did not sweat. Not a single oh, drop of sweat on my body because it was so nice outside. And it was just like, I got to see the sunset and the breeze and just like, Aww. man, I love, I love, love, love fall golf. Incredible. Fall Incredible. Yeah, right. So it's so you nice. can't see my mug, but mine says tis the season to wear, <laughs> to rock ugly sweaters. Yes. Cause oh, we are almost there. Hi, Ann. We are. It and it cracks holiday. me up. We're like pulling into the holidays. Um, so for listeners right now, it is like, I guess, mid-October, early October. Um, yeah. And oh my gosh, just this is my favorite time of year. We get like Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, and it's just so much fun, all these holidays together. I know. I'm like pumped for the holiday season just because we're going to be off a lot, spending time with family. It's going to be great. But yes, we're so excited to be back. We, um, I was talking to Bailey and I was like, you know, we need to do another like get to know you kind of situation. So we're going to do it about our jobs. Um, and I'm just going to start off asking Bailey. The first question is like, okay. what is a common myth about your job or field? Oh goodness. I feel so like first of a, all, so remind, you have to remind the, the, the people what you do, what we do. Yes. Uh, or what I do. So I am a uh, administrator, a director for a special education department in Texas and um but prior to that i was a teacher of the deaf and then also a supervisor in another district and now this role and really i feel like there's so many common myths uh, or just misconceptions i guess about education as a field and especially i think about special education um and i don't know i feel like the one that kind of comes up top to mind for me is and and maybe okay you know this is going to sound terrible it could also be just because i'm currently dating on the dating apps and people always ask me like what do you do do you like teach the kids and I'm like well kind of but in this role no really what I'm doing is like supporting staff and they're like oh so like you basically like what what do you do and trying to explain that even to somebody is so interesting do you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. trying to explain that like no I'm not directly instructing students um nor am I I guess directly instructing staff it's more that I am like what resources or supports do you need um so I don't know like I guess the biggest myth for me right now or misconception is I say like oh yeah I work in education and someone's like you're a teacher and I'm like well yes at heart I am a teacher let me tell you about it but no not currently um so yeah I don't know I mean I I guess yeah 
that would be my current misconception. Biggest myth is that this is an easy job and you get summers off. Um, yeah. No, no, it is not easy to be a teacher. It is not easy to do this all day, every day. And no, they work their butts off. And so butts I always off. hate it when people are like, well, you get summers off and all these holidays. Why should we pay you more? And I'm like, because teachers and service providers work so hard, hard and literally deal with so many things on a daily, just the, the random stuff that you can be thrown on a daily basis in this role that nobody else would have to deal with. And really my other component of it is like the work doesn't stop when you leave, right? Like I think in many other situations, like I have friends who can flex their schedules and go play golf in the middle of the day on Wednesdays. I have friends who like flex their schedules and just like have four or five day weekends every freaking yeah. week. And I'm like, as an educator, in this environment, yeah. like you teach all day and then you go home and you plan and you prep and you grade and you create things and you make fun little stuff for your kid. And so it's just like the work never stops like it does Ever. for your typical like eight to five, you know? Correct. And Correct. so hoping that people really remember that, especially as we're going into the holidays, look at yes. those Amazon wish lists for teachers or something. But no, but for real, just knowing that they work their butts off day in and day out. And they are very underappreciated and undervalued. And so remembering that when you get mad or cranky, Correct. That would be that's <laughs> yours. I don't know why it makes me laugh when you were thinking about when you were talking about that. So obviously I'm no longer in the dating game and I don't think yeah. one, I could survive this dating game. This nowadays, <laughs> like, thank God yes. for Tony, because if I had to date, it'd be I would just probably be single with my two dogs. Like, I just, I couldn't. Main I mean, story, I am, that is oh. literally where I am at. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel for I you. I also single enjoy, with my dogs. Right. But I also enjoy your dating story. So yes. I need you to continue to do it so I can enjoy I that. There does um, have to be one friend that has, like, funny dating stories for the, for the good of the group. <laughs> right. For the, <laughs> taking one for the team. Taking one for the team. But I don't know why when you were talking about dating and that. But like, I remember going on a date when I was like first in the field and I said like, oh, I'm a speech pathologist. And they were like, oh my God, are you judging my speech right now? And I was like, no, I don't. Granted, I probably like hindsight do, <laughs> do know if you have like a lisp or if you like say certain things or, I mean, yeah, that's kind of hard to turn off, but like, no, I, I wasn't judging. I love that. What Anybody makes you laugh about judging? that? What makes me laugh about that, Hyann, is like, I regularly talk to school psychs and diags and I'm like, are you assessing everyone you interact with at all times? And I swear every single one of them is like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like there are people I know that are on the spectrum. They don't know it, but I know it. But I know like, it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, a thousand percent. So you can't yeah. like turn that off in your brain, no. right? Where you're just like, I, no. I mean, I am kind of, but not really. Right. I didn't can't remember yeah. who it was, but I think I was like watching like somebody give like a very elegant speech like on the news and somebody was like oh that speech was so great and I was like yeah but that person had a lisp and they were like you are so rude and I was like I I can't help it I yes I love the speech too like I, I loved the speech but they did have a lisp I'm, I'm just letting you know like I don't it. know what to say we need to work on it oh my god right well no, Hyann, what is a common myth about your job as a speech therapist or even in your role that you're in now yeah no I I kind of like piggyback off of like what you're saying it's just like um it's a really hard job. And it's funny because like when I was a speech therapist, like in the elementary or like um, just in any 
any setting, even high school. Like, I just remember like people would just be like, oh, you just get to play games with kids. And I'm like, oh, it's actually a lot harder than that. Like, yes, I use a game to like intrigue them. To elicit language. Yes. But listen. like, yeah, but like, it's not just, and then like another one oh is like, God. oh, you just, you just teach kids to talk. And I'm like, well, it's actually more than just like talking, yeah. like it's any form of communication. So whether it's an assistive technology device or right getting them to use visuals, like it's way more than just quote unquote talking. talking. And so I think that that would be like the one thing that one kind of frustrated me a lot because it was like, I'm not just playing games. Like, yes, Mm-hmm. I want to play Candyland all the time, but like if Candyland so is the way that homie is gonna like talk to me, then Candyland it is. And if it looks to you like I'm just playing games with them, exactly. then I guess that's what it is. But I think that's probably the biggest in 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 the school district. I've never actually really heard a lot of like miss because I've done like home health and I've also done like mm-hmm. hospital settings, but I've never heard like anything that like would make me be like, no, that's. That's not oh, that's true. Not and, right. Yeah. 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 And then you were just talking about how like it really never stops for teachers. And I agree. Like that's why people would say, like, oh, I get the Sunday scaries because like they're getting yes. scared about like the full week and they're planning. And like so technically, like when teachers leave on a Friday, yes, they might have Friday and Saturday mm-hmm. to chill and do whatever, but like the work starts Sunday and then it's Sunday yeah. through Friday all over again. So it's no, kind of sad that it's like that. Um well, and and yeah, like, like how people say like, oh, you know, you get summers off. Well, actually like the summer's really recovery mode. Like, yes, I'm recovering yes. from all the drama and stuff from the and, and year the things before. That I've done with. But even what's also fascinating about it is I have so many teacher and service provider friends who like during those holidays, right? Those two weeks um, are like two weeks on, on winter break, right? Like I know teachers who, you know, work through the first few days of that take a little bit of time to hang with their family. And then again, working and prepping the last bit to get ready to come back. And even with summers, like, yeah, June and July you have off, but there, I I had a teacher um, over the summer this year, I was trying to convince her to do extended school year because I needed another teacher. And she was like, Bailey, I really want to, but I just need to give myself this year to actually find time to rest. Because if I don't, I work the entire Mm -hmm. month of June in extended school year. I I take like a week a two weeks yeah. maybe in July to relax. And then I'm planning for the upcoming school year because I have to be back the first week of August. She was like, it, I, it just doesn't give me any time to actually have a break. And yeah. I was like, you know what? You're absolutely right because they, they're pre-planning and preparing for getting all this new set of kids. And, oh, I have my roster now. I need to start setting up. And even just something as simple, I know it sounds dumb for you know, people who maybe don't work in the field, but even something as simple as like decorating your space, decorating your room. Yes. Like, trying to get it to where it is organized and fun welcoming, and welcoming safe. for kids mm-hmm. so it's not yeah. just like plant like that takes a lot of time I have a teacher friend up in the Dallas area that would I mean literally from eight to four the week before they start she was there every day getting her room set up and organized so it's just it's a lot it's so it much is. for everybody so yeah it don't makes me think teachers of- and service providers don't do a lot of work <laughs> No, but it makes me laugh because of all of those, like the TikTok videos where it was like, I had to drag my husband to help me hang up all of this stuff for school yep. for free. Like, it, yep. it's true. Like you, I remember like my first year and like one of my good friends, like uh, she was a special education teacher and a self-contained. And she was like, my husband's here helping me hang up all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it, that's reality. Like their reality yep. is coming and decorating for hours. Exactly. Every boyfriend I have ever had since I started teaching which has been one, um, 
<laughs> Not you saying every boyfriend. What is wrong with you? I'm kidding. Her the one boyfriend. boyfriend I have had since I have started my career has had to help me. I'm not kidding. Like there were so many times, and especially during COVID when we were like getting all these supplies. I remember we had to like fill up some backpacks and stuff so that I could drop stuff off at kiddos houses. And I'm not kidding. I was like, Hey, we're going to assembly line this. I'm going to put, you put zip up, put it over there. Like it. Yeah. That is the life of anyone who works with an educator or anyone who is in a relationship with an educator. I I do feel like understands that life. And at some point has been asked, for help with that. Help. So we also appreciate you peeps that are willing to help um, yeah. and join in and get things set up because it, it, it does take a lot. Yeah. It does take a lot. So thank you. Oh my you. gosh, I love that. Okay, so the next <laughs> question I have for you, I'm dead. Um, what's the biggest challenge you're facing in your role right now and how are you tackling it? Yeah, I think right now, so I'm, I'm loving the, the job that I'm doing right now. It is really fun and it's definitely like pushing and expanding um, just kind of, it's really pushing and expanding me in terms of what 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 I know and what I don't know. So basically I, my role um, when I got this job is I support, you know, related services. So that's deaf and hard of hearing, speech, OTPT, all of that. Um, but then they also, when the person that was in this role left the district, added on a couple additional components to it, which is our instructional delivery and inclusion support. Um, and so basically like all of our professional development for all teachers and staff, all of the stuff that we do for um, campuses and TAs, and like all of our big like special ed institute, leadership institute, beginning of the year trainings, like all of that is under my team now. Um, and it's great. It's so fun, but it is so much. And that doesn't just stop at the beginning of the year. Um, and then also just like the required trainings and things that we have to get done for, for teachers and staff. Like it's been a ton and I'm learning so much, but what I do feel some days is like, man, I'm putting so much here in this area that I'm not being a good director or leader over here for related services or then vice versa. We're like, Oh, I'm really having to focus on related services right now. And I don't feel like I'm being as present as I can for, for this. Um, yeah. And then there's also just a, a bunch of random other things that kind of fall under my area, like private duty nursing and homebound services and private and homeschool services and early childhood evals and like just kind of yeah. this random, it's like a random mix, you know? And Correct. so um, even though there's really, I have, ama- I have an amazing team of supervisors that really facilitate and support the work on a daily basis. Um, there are days where I feel like I'm not giving them the best of me because I'm having to uh, juggle so many things, yeah. right? And like wear so many hats. And so yeah. I think um, one thing that I've been trying to do just because I've, I've really noticed it as the school year has started. Um, okay. So one of the things I'm trying to do just to tackle it and address it is, is one, be fully honest with the team and say, hey, like I do feel like because I have so much going on, like I'm not being the best director for yeah. you guys so what oh, do you sweet. need you know like what do you need from me here's how to connect with me um you know like here's here's what we can do to kind of add that in and then just building in I've, I've basically like set a day on my calendar where I'm like I will not be bothered I will not go to meetings I will not be invited to anything like this is it and I have intentional time to meet with each of them not only separately in like one-on-one but yeah but as a whole group so yeah. that we can all kind of be on the same page 
Um, yeah. And there have been some times where like, you know, I've been like, I can't meet on that day. And people are like, I'm sorry, no, like this is when it has to happen. And I'm like, no, it cannot happen on this day. Yeah. Like yeah, there are I have four set. other days. Yeah, there are four yeah. other days of the week. It will yeah. not be this one. Um, and so Good. that's kind of ruffled some feathers, but I think it's helping. So that's kind of really, it's just, yeah, trying to find the balance of managing everything while providing the supports people need. That's currently yeah. the big challenge. No, I love yeah. that. I, so I, for, I, you went into detail about what you do and I forgot to kind of share with our listeners what I do. Oh yeah. So yeah, my background's in speech language, and then I can answer that question, but my background's in speech pathology, obviously, and I've been doing it for 11 years. Um, and then I took a step down from admin work at like a district and then a private school. And so now I just, I work for a nonprofit and then I also do consultant, consultant work for um, a school district. Um, and so the biggest challenge I feel like I'm facing in that role is just like retraining people. They just, I don't think this district had a lead, had a lead SLP in like years, like six, seven years. And That's so just wild. Like, yeah. So just, and they're all the nicest people and it's been so nice to like work with them. And it's, and I appreciate it though. Cause I think it's been one of those things where they just are like, they're just trying to make it. They're just trying to survive. Wow. And it's just gotten to the point where like the biggest challenge that I've had is like just retraining some of the things that they have learned or they thought was accurate and trying to, mm -hmm. to tell them like, yes, the road, like less traveled is a little bit harder um, because it requires a little bit more documentation. But at the end of the day, I promise you, it's like the right way. Um, it is worth it. It is worth it to do it the yeah. right way. And it's funny because I feel like I always text you and I'm like, hey, like, am I crazy? And it's always like, no, like we're all like. <laughs> my favorite texts from High Ann always start with literally just my name in all caps. Bailey. Right. And that is all she says. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> hold on. Something good what, is coming. What? Well, do you remember when I did that to you last time? It was like two weeks ago. And like, okay, I just have to tell people like, I am not a Taylor Swift fan like like Bailey Gates. Like she's diehard. Like will lit truly probably take a for Taylor. Yeah, and I am not. So all I did was like last last time we talked to Lisa Ryan about this, and I didn't know all yeah. the specifics about like how what Travis Kelsey was doing to act. Like mm -hmm. I didn't know about the bracelet thing. Like I didn't know anything. But what yep. I can tell you is the crap hit Twitter and like Instagram and it was all over my feed, probably because it's reading Bailey's algorithm on my stuff. <laughs> and so I just texted her Bailey and she's like, Ooh, like what now? And I was like, no, like, I need you to tell me what's going on with Taylor Swift. Like nothing. Of course, like, nothing oh, about girl. Work. And so she, she filled me in. And then it was funny. Cause I jumped on the call today and I was like, Hey yes. Bailey, like, did you see the Taylor Swift video or movie? And she's like, it didn't come out. And I was like, are you sure? And she's like, yeah, Hyanna, it doesn't come out until next week. And I was like, no, like, I swear I saw something. And then I finally was like, why am I arguing? Or why am I even questioning this woman named Bailey Gates? Like, why am I even questioning the thought that, like, she doesn't even know? So then I was yes. like, I'm not even going to Google it because I know she knows when this movie's coming out. And, of course, I... she has tickets. And, and here's the thing. And what I told Diane for all our listeners, October 13th, the 13th is Taylor Swift's favorite number. I remember that, that. but what is so funny, okay, and I will say really quick aside, and then we're going to get back on track, but what is so yes. funny about this is that I have had so many people message me about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, and I was actually talking with a guy friend of mine, and he had sent me, like, a funny little meme that was, like, I never thought there would be a day that I would be asked, like, 
who is Taylor Swift playing today? But here we are. And I was messaging about it and I was like, oh, ha ha ha, yeah, so funny. And I was like, but really, here's the thing. Like for all of you that, that don't know, I am a diehard Taylor Swift fan. I love the heck out of that woman. But I'm also a huge football fan. Like I love football, college football, professional football. I love baseball. I'm like, give me all the fun sports. And so I was telling him, I was like, literally, I don't care who she dates. She could date anybody. I am so excited about my two favorite things colliding, right? Like football and Taylor. And so at any given Sunday and any given day, when I look at my phone, I get to see both together. Like I'm ecstatic. And then this friend was like, oh no, Bailey. Like I fully think that if Travis Kelsey gets Taylor Swift out on a golf course and like starts playing D&D with her, you're going to lose your shit. And I was like, I will lose my shit. I would love it so much. <laughs> no. So it's just been great. <laughs> Love it. So anyways, all that to say, Taylor, Travis, I am rooting. I am rooting for the two of you. Okay. You're both young, single, attractive. It's going to work out. I'm rooting for this. But anyways, yes. So there's our little quick aside. I love high-end text messages, basically, where she's like, Bailey! (laughs) But I I just love how it's like, Bailey, I just, I need to know, like, what's happening? Um, So anyways, that's what I... I, I think I answered the question was like, the challenge is mm-hmm. just retraining people. So they do what's right. Um, and I tackle it. And what I've started to implement is kind of like a mini series. So I try to meet yeah. like two times a month just to like answer questions, but also like train from beginning to end. Cause I feel like in my previous district, that's what I did. Like pre-service week, we had like two weeks and it was like a lot yeah. of information, but it was from start to end. Like we are starting from the very initial of a referral all the way to the continuum of speech therapy. So yeah, um, that's what I would say. Um, okay. So so the next question I have for you is what is the most important lesson you've learned at work? Oh, I think there's a lot. Like, I think also moving from like a teacher role to an administrative role and, and really, I, I know I've told listeners before, but it was just such a quick jump for me. Like I didn't really have any in between of like a coaching or specialist type role. Like I was in the classroom and then I was managing programs. And so I felt wholly unprepared to address a lot of what administrators have to address, whether it be dealing with parents who are frustrated, whether it be going into IEP meetings and supporting my team, whether it be you know, developing PD or what, like there was just so much, um, especially that first year that I was like, why and who made the decision to give me this job? This was so stressful. Um, but I will say what I think I've learned more than anything is that in every one of those situations, so long as I am going in with the intent to find a solution and like, come together against a problem rather than figure out who did something wrong like that doesn't help the situation when we're blaming people it's just like look what's done is done let's come together and find a solution and so even now in the role that I'm in currently it's a lot of like I I know the problems like I see the the problems right like I mean right now just in our district staffing is a huge issue It's, it's an it's an issue nationally and statewide but like we are struggling to find speech therapists and occupational therapists and so um in communicating with my team a lot of that is 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 me saying hey like I know the problems I get it and I get what we're doing you know day in and day out 
what solutions can we put in place and really having that solutions mindset and recognizing all of the hard work that people have done to even get us staffed to where we are now and saying like, you guys are freaking killing it. Yeah. Now let's, what, what's our next step? How can I facilitate? How can I support? Yeah. And so just have, and like, really, I think one thing that I've noticed though, is when you do like kind of push people to have that solutions mindset and really be like focused on that. I've seen so much freaking creativity come out of my team in terms of like, oh, here's how we're going to provide service or here's how we're going to manage caseloads or like, hey, you know what? We'll have this, these two speech therapists only do evals, but then these two, that opens them up for all the therapy. Like it's just really creative. Um, And so that's been really helpful. I would say the biggest lesson is making sure that in whatever situation you're going into, whether it be with parents or teams, principals, anything that you are solutions oriented and focused on like, how do we fix the problem? Not like, who are we blaming for the problem? Yeah, absolutely. You know? No, I agree. And then of course, now let me back up. I am going to say in my administrator role, if someone has done something wrong, you do have to hold them accountable. But I think yeah, that, yeah, that, that's course. like a later, that's like, hey, we're going to deal with that in a second. Right now I need to fix this issue. And yeah. then we'll talk about accountability and like what we need to do to make later. sure this doesn't happen again. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. What would you say your most important lesson learned in these roles are? Uh, I feel like, the only thing that comes to like, it's kind of like too merged is because I feel like we're in a, we're like both you and I like are in roles where like the, our end product is the child, right? Like, mm-hmm. so regardless of like what we do, like everything that we try to implement or say will only impact a child. And so right. it's kind of merged. And I actually learned this like from like my mentor and like previous bosses, just like always keep the child at the center of every decision. Mm-hmm. And so I, that's one of the most important lessons is like keeping the child at the center, but then also like merged with that is like being a a quote unquote leader where it's like, you're in it to win it. Like you're going to get your hands dirty and you're going to do what you're asking of your staff. So I think one of the lessons that I learned seeing different, I guess, leaders in roles was just like, I don't want to be a leader where I just pass the buck. I want to be one where it's like, if I'm giving you this directive, I sure as heck would have done the same thing, right? Like if you weren't here, I would have to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think that was like, those are two of the biggest like takeaways, especially working in education. It's like always keeping the kids at the center of the forefront. Mm -hmm. And then two is just being a leader in the sense of like, again, like what I'm willing to do, what you're asking your team to do. do. Yeah. So like two of the biggest, which I think is like, so funny served me well. Yeah, it's so funny because this actually happened last week where we are trying to follow up on some evals that are, um, you know, like past due from the spring of 23. Mm -hmm. And so we had this list and I was telling my supervisors as we were going through it, I was like, hey, let's just each break it up. If we take, you know, 10 10 apiece, we can send these emails out to these team members, get some updates, put it in the system and we'll be good to go. And so um, I... uh, had one of the supervisors for the team though send out a team-wide email saying like hey guys if you get an email from bailey regarding this eval please know that you are not in trouble um, because your director is emailing you it's literally just that she's trying to help us knock these out like we you are not in trouble and it was so funny because i was like no please email them and let them know i'm not like pissed at them yeah Um, yeah we just need to get these done you know yeah um because i know for me like if my like 
boss's boss's boss was emailing yeah. me something I'd be like <gasps> no so I was like no please let them know that I'm not doing that I just want to yeah. I just want an update on the email like that's yeah it. That's all. yeah um and many of them are also not past due because we're like coming up on that like a it's October right so we're coming up on like that 45th day um because yeah. they got consent back in like May right so May. a lot of them are yeah. not past due it's just like hey I don't want them to get there so yeah so we're sending out all these emails last week and I was like can you just let them know in advance before I scare everybody with all these emails right. like, why is Bailey emailing me right right well I'm glad that that yeah it was really given. funny yeah, yeah could you imagine like if you yeah. received any oh I'd hate it you would anyways the point is yeah so there's that yeah Okay. All right. What that is last, our last question. question? What if you could start a business tomorrow? What would it be? Oh my gosh. You know, I feel like I've changed this so many times because so like just off the like so last year I was doing a lot of dog sitting just as a way to like pick up extra money to pay off my student loans um because I knew they were going to come back. And I was like, Ugh, I need to just be forgiven. Paid. Yeah. Well, and I was like, also, I just need to get them paid off as much as possible for the interest to kick back in, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I picked up, I started dog sitting to get some extra money to pay off my student loans. Um, again, teachers and educators have a lot of student loans they have to pay off and they don't get paid enough to do that. And they work all the time. Anyways, the point is. Um, I'm going to get off of my soapbox. I'm sorry. So I'm happy to, to take donations. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, but no, so, um, yeah, but at that time I was having so much fun. Speaking of dogs, I don't know if you can hear that. You can. Chewbacca, stop it. Um, so at that time though, I, I was dog sitting to get that money and I feel like I was just having so much fun with it that I was telling people like, I'm going to quit and I'm going to start like a doggy daycare. I'm going to quit this and I'm going to have just like a fun doggy daycare. And it's just going to be me and all these cute dogs. People can drop them off. It's going to be a blast. Um, so that's one business venture. My other more recent business venture was I'm going to create a line of golf carts that has um, I'm dead. a TV screen and access to cable so that while you are playing, you can also watch your sports because duh, who doesn't want that? Like, it's hard to watch on your little phone. So you make it a TV screen and then like, you know, you pay for cable and then people have access to watching all the sports and that'd be a good one. Um, and then typically, um, any business that high end says she's going to start, I'm like, sure. Yeah. You start it and you let me know when to join. (laughs) So Bailey and I are going to start eventually one day. This is why I'm trying to do my nonprofit work and get to, but we're going to start like a school, I think for, because again, Houston has the early childhood one, but we don't know where those mm-hmm. kiddos go from after early childhood, they go mainstream. So I would like a in-between yes. for speeches and hard of hearing students. Yes. That's one of them. And then I would, I love candles. I'm obsessed with candles. If I could figure out how to make dupes of the candles that I love, I would start a candle. Oh, yes. Right? Oh we my could gosh, just I love candles. Nip the candles all day long. And then, right. And then if I could, if I could do, I would love to do like cute little, like, like, have you heard of those like getaway homes and like the nature? They're like, yeah, like random little like tree houses and stuff. Or you see like the little tiny cabins and the, yeah. Yeah. I would love to do that in like remote areas where, you know, they like just to get away. Like if I wanted to get away, I would go. I love that. I love that. 
Okay, actually, I'm totally down for that because we need a little a getaway, a, a hiding place. Right, exactly. So that's what I would do outside of my that. beach realm. Um, but yeah, you know, that's us in our nutshell. I love that. I love that so much. And actually, I would be down to join all of those ventures because um, who doesn't love candles and getaways and then, right. of course, creating our school, which we will do. And the school is going to get us to that point. I do think that's the stepping stone. <laughs> One thousand percent. And totally yeah. down for your doggy daycare because then my dogs can go. I know. And you know what? It'd be so fun because here's the thing. I don't think um, Goku or um, Gohan uh-huh. have ever met Chewbacca or Han. Yes, they have. We saw each other. They met Chewbacca. Austin. You're right. They met Chewbacca, but I don't think I had Han yet. No, did you I have did. Han? In Austin? Yeah. You had both. We went to Loro. We met both oh of them. Oh my gosh. Tony, okay, didn't we good. meet both of our dogs? Yeah, Tony said we did. Okay, we met both of them. Great. So see, Bailey has poor memory. But I ask have the her about Taylor Swift and she will know. And I remember, okay, y'all, also funny story. The reason I have poor memory, I was telling Hyam before we got on, it is ACL week here in Austin. And I um, had to change the time that we were recording this today because I had apparently months ago had my friend buy me a wristband for today and I, I, I demoed her and everything and I did not remember. Like I had like a, I had like a golf tee time set for today. I was supposed to like hang out with her and like it just, all of this happened and I was like, I've got to change my whole Sunday plan. That's fine. Um, but we just pushed, we, we pushed this up. I'm, I'm missing golf, but that's okay. And right after we're done here, I'm going to go, um, to ACL, but girl math, I was telling Hyann, because I paid for this so long ago and I forgot about it. This is a free festival day and I (laughs) am just so excited about it. She's so happy. She's so happy. It's free. Yeah. My memory's shot, but it's going to be a fun day. (laughs) Well, please take, please take videos and send me pictures. I cannot believe we're going. Yeah, I, I'm actually excited because Niall Horan and Odessa are playing today. Oh, cool. Super excited for those. Yeah. I did, um, I was feeling the FOMO yesterday because Shania was there and I'm yeah, like, yeah. but it's yeah. okay. I've seen her before, so I'm not mad about it. Well, please drink lots of water and yes. take And it's a beautiful me. fall day. So I know. It's like is, perfect it's like weather. 75 degrees outside. Yeah. What a time to have to, to go like, sit outside. I'm so excited. So to anyway, sit outside for free. It. For that. free. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even have to pay for this. Right. Um, okay. Well, that that's our podcast. We will see you guys in two weeks. Thanks for listening. If you guys have any stories to share or you want to be part of our podcast as a guest, um, please reach out to us at Spedoris at S-P-E-D-O-R-I-E-S at gmail.com. And Bailey, where can they find us? You can find us anywhere that you listen to podcasts, Apple or Spotify, as well as if you are wanting to send us a DM, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Spedoris. S-P-E-D-O-R-I-E-S. I always have a hard time spelling it. <laughs> But yes, please find us. Please follow us. Please like, subscribe, and share. And we'll see you guys next time. Yeah, we'll see you guys in two weeks. Have a good day.